It's live from Los Angeles. Hello there. It's David James, also known as Big Wave Dave, also known as Show Me How Much Money I Owe You. Wilbert looking at me like, well, tell me where you want the audio cuts. I'm Dave, and thank you for joining us here live from Los Angeles. It's the 25 Minutes, the Impact segment here on uh, K-Praise and on KKLA. I, um, first off, want to thank you on behalf of Cross International over the last couple of days, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we presented a need to you through Cross International and um, a need that was for children in Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda and to show some kindness to them. And I just want you to know you have done that. You know, sometimes... We, we do campaigns, and we think that maybe you know as a listening family, you know, what you've done. <laughs> and I want to make sure that for sure you know this time around, uh, you know, cut to the chase, you've done an amazing work. And we were presented with about 676 children in critical need. And we have Teresa just checked in in Pasadena and Eugene of Valencia and Monterey Park's Joseph Took a number of kids. So really, we're, we're down to uh, 70 children of those uh, 676. So you've, you've done that. You have, you have cared for that many children. And I want to say thank you on their behalf, 606 children. And so there's 70 that remain. All I'm going to do is give you the phone number uh, a little later. You can go to the website. Let me just give that to you, kkla.com or kprz.com. And you can get there if you, if you just didn't have a chance to do it. You know, two children, $124. We're down to our, our final 70. But you took care of 606. And I want to make sure on this beautiful Friday afternoon across San Diego and Los Angeles and all of Southern California, you know from a heart of gratitude that we have for what you've done for those 600 children, 606 children, and there's 70 that remain. Again, you can go to kprz.com or kkla.com for that. Um, and just yay you for showing that kindness and showing uh, epic hope to those children in Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda who have no who have no hope. So I just want to thank you right out of the gate for that on this Friday afternoon, uh, September seventeenth. Um, and secondly, thanks to Josh Thompson for uh, filling in on Monday and Tuesday. What an incredible uh, pastor he is and, and mentor. And I know you, you appreciated having, having Josh on Monday and Tuesday as well. Let me give the phone numbers because I'm going to take some calls here during the um, impact segment on a topic I'd like to kick around with you. Uh, the number is 888-528-2557, or you can make it easy, 888-52-TALK. And give you those numbers um, because I there's a lot of there's so much stuff. I mean, breaking news today. You know, as Jesus followers, we say to ourselves, okay. I mean, and I think it's true for all of us, uh, no matter wh- what denomination we, we're from. If we follow Jesus, and we're Christians, and the basic premise of being a Jesus follower is that we have asked Christ into our life, that we accept uh, the price that He paid for us on the cross, and that He rose again, conquered the grave, and the Holy Spirit's here um, interceding on his behalf. Jesus is the right hand of the Father, right? I mean, those are the tenets of the faith. And so I think no, mar- no matter where we, we come from, we can look at the 
through the lens of life, we say, okay, God, give me your worldview. Give me, give me your, your, your wisdom in, in everything, whether it comes to, to parenting or just working or dealing with the, you know, working with the, the barista at Starbucks, how we treat people. I mean, the whole lens through the gospel and then through the entire uh, narrative of scripture is that we, you know, love others. We love God and love others as, as we love him, right? You see the headlines, you see everything going on today, and oh my goodness, as a, as a father, as a husband, as a, as a regular Jesus follower, as a Jesus freak, you know, trying to live by what Christ says, you know, how we should live, and the Bible says we live, and we fail, and we get back up, and we do it again, grace and mercy, hallelujah, but you look at all these headlines, you think, man, you know, everything, you can't even check a sports score, right, fear. You open up ESPN and you say, you know, you see fear raging at you and banners right there or, you know, simply um, trying to, you know, get a recipe. You, you find things right there, newspapers, everything. And it seems interesting to me on my journey on this planet thus far, it seems like more and more now, or maybe I'm just getting older and I'm seeing it. Again, that's why I'd like your wisdom and your thoughts on this. 888-528-2557 or 888-528-52-TALK, that there are so many forces that are battling to pit us against each other. And it used to be not necessarily as great in the church, but now even churches are splitting because, as I mentioned just a bit ago, the concrete and rebar of faith is being warped and being twisted. And what the definition of a, of a Christian is, you know, denominations are splitting up because they're denying many rudimentary concrete rebar pieces of the faith. You know, like Jesus is the Son of God, you would think that would be something we all could agree on, but there's churches splitting up because they're not. So you look at all the fear, you know, vaccinated against unvaccinated, um, you know, red state versus blue state, um, you know, uh, Brother against brother, sister against sister. You know, we've got all this happening, and it's being thrust upon us. Even color against color now. Oh, my goodness. You know, I grew up before Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. He was, may he rest in peace, he lost his life about five, six months before I was born. And I have never seen race relations so crazy. I've lived across the, the country, you know, um, New Hampshire, Tennessee, Virginia, here in Southern California. And... Not necessarily the race relations are bad, but there's forces that are pitting each other, uh, uh, us against each other. And so then I come across, is that right? Is that an accurate assessment? I think it is because then I read a story like I saw out of Vice today, which is a, you know, it's not necessarily the most um, centered or right of centered uh, website, but they did a survey Based upon asking the question, uh, young people, is humanity doomed? And now this is really relevant because I have four children. I, all four of mine are, are 24, 22, 19, and 18. So they're young people. They're in that young person category. And this article in Vice, here's what it reads. It says 56% of people, of young people, think humanity is doomed. 56%. They, a major study of 10,000 young people, this is from Vice, major study of 10,000 young people across 10 different countries 
lays bare the scale of climate crisis-related anxiety. Okay, that's the that's the the core crux of the of the narrative of the of the research study. Climate crisis-related anxiety. Ten thousand young people. Fifty-six percent of people, according to authors, the world's largest ever study into young people's fears about the climate crisis. Forty-five percent. Of 16 to 25-year-olds said climate-related anxiety and distress is affecting their daily lives and ability to function normally. 56% of people surveyed said they agree with the statement that humanity is doomed. 56%. 75% said they believe the future was frightening. Okay, another question I have for you as I pose that all those, you know, forces trying to pit us against each other and fear and rage and anger and, oh, I've got to live in fear. question I have is that if we, if we follow, if we say we truly love Christ and we love God, do we live in that place of fear? That's just a question I've got. I mean, it's one thing about being concerned, but do we let it, according to this article, let it affect everything in our daily lives and our ability to function? 75%. 45% of 16 to 25-year-olds. So just a, just a question to pose to you there. Because, you know, is this an, is this an example of taking God out of the public square? You know, we, a lot of secularism, a lot of, a lot of secular stuff where we've taken God out of everything. And here on KKLA and K-Praise, we study God's Word every day with tremendous pastors like Dr. Tony Evans and Dr. Charles Stanley and Focus on the Family and Jim Daly and... You know, just go throughout the gamut of the programs we have, all the local pastors and everything. Pastor Steve Wilburn here in Los Angeles. I mean, they they get us back in. Pastor Greg, get us back into God's Word and say, fear is not part of our narrative, you know? When I read Galatians 5.22, it says that I'm supposed to be living with love, peace, joy, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified, the flesh with its passions and desires. Oh my goodness, that says to me that my whole mindset is completely contrary to what is being forced down our our noggin every single day. And so I, I want your thoughts on that because I think if we're Christian parents and, and you know we, we're concerned, it doesn't mean that we don't you know be vigilant, vigilant, and all that stuff. But good grief to have 45%, that's 75% here. It affects your daily life climate crisis. So the phone number is 888-2528-2557, 888-528-2557, or 888-52-TALK. I'm going to take all that and pivot back to a uh, wonderful Christian um, woman that sent something into a KKLA family member, I think maybe Kate Prey's family member too, Kimberly, where she made an observation. And I think the difference between that study that I just read versus, you know, I'm looking at all these, all these stories that's set before me here. Judge refuses to immediately block Texas heartbeat ban as most abortions come to risk, come to halt, uh, halt. President Biden's approval ratings in the tank. Um, skillet, banned skillet. John Cooper says he was promised fame if he stopped talking about Jesus. 
You know, is it true that we have the mindset of a body of believers that we just uh, you know, put on that hope, peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, as I read in Genesis chapter 5, and we say, okay, we see what's happening, but we renew our minds. We say, Holy Spirit, renew my mind so I'm not thinking in this way anymore, and that I think in, in light of what you have for me, and that's the hope, peace, joy, love, kindness. We don't live in a, you know, with our head in the sand. Think Norena. Let's check in with Norena. She she wants to dial in a little bit and maybe discuss this. So Norena, thank you in Los Angeles for for checking in here with live from Los Angeles and this impact statement on KKLA and Cape Wrath. It's Dave. So what's on your mind? What are your thoughts? Yes, Dave. Thank you for taking my call. Um, no, you just made a comment. Uh, I am a believer that humanity is doomed, uh, and it's stated already in the Bible. Things civilization is going to become very difficult for Christians and non-Christians, not only um, illness, but, uh, you know, the homosexuality, the perversion, um, wars. So it's, uh, that's our future already set. Right. So uh in the sense that you're saying doom in the sense of, is there a, is there an, is there an end game though with that in the sense that, you know, you read the end of the book, you know, and love wins there at the end of Revelation. So how would you take that through the end? You know, if you, you know, what's your we thought on that? We do have hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuse me. We, there is hope in Jesus Christ uh, and eternity, but we're going to suffer a lot. Uh, As Christians, so right? I think that's where there's true, pardon? As Christians, As Christians yes. And, and non-Christians are mm-hmm. going to suffer also. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so I think it's real, and I think climate change is real. Uh, There's a lot of flooding. There's a lot of, you know, um, how should I say, climate change has caused a a lot of uh, deaths all over the world. So let me ask you this. So, yes, I will agree with you that that there is, you know, you can say there is climate change. But my question to you is, um, when it comes to um, the body of Christ and it comes to, you know, the way we live our daily life, Norena, right? When we just go through our daily life, as Vice was saying in this article, should we live in such a place that that, that fear or the, the knowledge that there is, you know, maybe some warming to the earth, but whether it's, it's man-made or anything, scientists will agree to disagree, agree, 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 not to agree, agree and not disagree. And then they'll agree and then they'll disagree vehemently. And then they won't agree to disagree. So there's so much, different uh science on that but when it comes to being a a christ follower and saying look i'm not do we let that affect our life when we see okay we read the the bible and we know that there's going to be a thread of of um you know there is persecution we read about that you read any missionary book and you see that uh, there is a cost to following jesus but does that the negative in life should it affect as in vice here, 45 up to 75% of young people, it affects their daily life. As a Jesus follower, shouldn't I be praying to God, God, uh, transform my mind and allow me to represent you well to a world that does not know you? And doesn't that change the narrative, even though the truth of, yeah, there is an end, there is a, um, a tribulation, all that stuff's happening, but shouldn't the Bible and, the, and, and studying God's word and then doing life as Jesus follows together, transform our body and our mind to say, I'm not going to live in fear. And not what should be happening? Yes, I, I agree 100%. But we're also human, natural, and 
we are going to have anxiety. We are going to experience fear. Um, right. You know, and young people that aren't, uh, and I certainly am not um, very strong Christian, I have to admit. Um, I don't read the Bible every day, uh, often. Uh, you know, but I do have faith. I am a Christian. I identify as a Christian. Um, so there's younger people that I think know less about Christ, and I think, yes, certainly there's going to be more fear and confusion. Right, exactly. You Thank you, Norena, for your call. That is ex- that's exactly right. The less we get into Scripture and the less that we allow the Holy Spirit to transform our minds, uh, there's going to be more fear and anger and rage. And I just think as 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 Christians, you know, we 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 identify the issue, we know that there are are issues and then we we say okay, how as a father, as a husband, as a as a as a wife, as a mom, as an aunt, as an uncle, as a as a Jesus follower, how do I allow the Holy Spirit to transform my life? And even though the the press here's a, here's a question in that light. So I wonder and I was kicking this around with my wife Claire the other day. How much would we do if the media propagated it? You know, like just totally kept just throwing stuff at us that we needed to, to do things. Like, let's just take the vaccine, for example. All right. So everybody, you know, it's just full throttle, everything. Not, and I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm not at all. You get the vaccine, fine. If you don't, I agree. I think that it's a, it's a, it's a choice that way. Uh, because there's a bunch of science, man. You can even read out of some of the stuff coming out of Israel and the UK. There are... There are studies coming out that, you know, in the next month or so, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the vaccinated. We see it. You can study it. I don't I'm not going to go into that right now because that's kind of in the weeds. But I was kicking around with Claire. So how much would we do as uh, Americans, as Christians, if if so much so where the media kept throwing stuff at us? You've got to do this. OK, not only just the vaccine, but then you get a booster. You got to get the booster and then you got to get a second booster. And then you, got, you have to wear, you, we found out that COVID runs through the body and your knees are susceptible. So you've got to wear knee, you've got to wear uh, knee protectors for your knees. You got to wear, you got to put those knee pads on, protect your knees from COVID. Now, if that, that's kind of, you know, it's like, please, I understand, but it just hear me out on this. How much would we do? Would we just immediately go, okay, I better put knee pads on my knees because that's what everybody's saying I need to do. Or do we use a little wisdom and logic and reason and say, look, maybe I'm going to dig deeper into what the truth really is and teach my children to do the same. And the truth, inevitably, as Jesus followers, should come from how we should live our life and how we should allow the Holy Spirit to guide and direct us in our thinking. You know, I don't do this every day myself. I'm just saying all of us, I, I believe more and more, as Norena was just pointing out, if we don't get into Scripture, she just said it. Yeah, yeah, you know, if we don't get into Scripture and we don't fill ourselves up with those things of, of God, of the truth that sets free, which many churches are not doing right now, so you've got to be careful because they're not keeping the tenets of the faith that we started at the very beginning of the, the impact segment. So I want to bring this up to you. This is a Kimberly, and... My daughter Megan uh, is a sophomore at Biola, and she was um, she was carrying a, a printer box. Uh, I, I I had uh, mailed her a printer for college, okay, because she doesn't have a printer in her room. So I said, okay, we'll, we'll ship you a printer. Well, it was a big box, 
And so she picked it up in the post office there on the campus and um, started walking through campus with it. Now, it's a big, bulky box. And Megan's saying to me as she's walking across campus, the middle of the day, bustling, everything's going on. And uh, there wasn't, she was hoping somebody might kind of just say, hey, do you need kind of help with that box? Kind of show some, kind of just, hey, can I help you? Maybe a guy, you know, to kind of just, there's lots of guys loitering around. And she said she walked from where she was there at the bookstore, halfway through campus to her, to her dorm, and, and not a single guy asked her, hey, can I help you out? Can I just, can I help you with that box? A little chivalry, a little manners, you know. She said, Dad, it was really, really peculiar. I, I was, I was just hoping, even, not, not even a girl asked, hey, can we help you out with that box? There wasn't a single person. And she was, you know, it was struggling. I mean, she was struggling with that bulkiness. So I want to, what I want to do is come from the break pivot out of the fear and all of that into the mindset of, of what God's called us to be in hope, peace, joy, love, kindness, and kind of what you've done the last couple of days, and that is showing epic kindness to children who don't have food or water or anything in Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda. Getting back to simply being a Jesus follower, what does that mean? What's it mean to put on the, you know, the, the full body of Christ and the full mind of Christ? How about kindness? Megan could have used some of that. Kimberly has an incredible story that I want to share with you. I put this on my Big Wave Dave and my David James KKLA Facebook pages. And she um, she saw a bunch of athletes, guys, who she said, you know what? They showed me what it was to be a Jesus follower without saying one word. And it all goes back to kindness and not living in fear. Not living in that place of I'm going to let, you know, fear dictate every rule of my life, but I'm going to put on the full mind of Christ that says, I'm going to show kindness. And maybe as guys, be able to go, you know what? I'll show some kindness to that senior citizen. I like to call them seasoned citizens coming out of the, out of the grocery store with that grocery cart, and they're really struggling with it. To say, you know what? There's an opportunity to just really show some kindness to someone. Kimberly has an incredible story about that. She's a mom of two girls. And we're going to pivot that back to Megan's situation and Biola next. So stay with us. And a very special guest coming in here on live from Los Angeles, San Diego's Cape Praise on 99.5 KKLA and Cape Praise. We'll be right back here live from Los Angeles. KKLA, San Diego's Cape Praise, live from Los Angeles. It's Big Wave Dave, David James, depending upon what radio station you are currently listening to. I am in the impact segment we were on just a bit ago this Friday, September 17th. I was talking about we started the program talking about how all of media, it seems, is is uh, you know, just propelling rage and anger and fear and pitting us against each other. And, you know, whether it's red state, blue state or vaccinated, unvaccinated or color now, it just seems like that has just blown out proportion. Critical race theory, all this fear, this vice article here uh, in vice is um, it's not a. It's not a right or a centered. It's a left-centered um, website where they did a study of 10,000 young people across 10 different countries. 56% of young people think humanity is doomed. And um, went on to say that 75% believe the future is frightening. 
and that 56% of people surveyed said they agree with the statement that humanity is doomed. So I pivoted that and kind of talked about being uh, Christians and, and Jesus followers. Of course, we, we you know, have, there's anxiety. I, one of my biggest things is I, I struggle with, you know, with, with worry. I mention that a lot on KKLNK Praise a lot. Um, and that's something I give back over to God because I'm not called to live in that place. But it doesn't mean I don't worry. And it doesn't mean we don't have that, but so we don't, we're not like ostriches in the sand, but we live differently. We study. And Norena was a call from Los Angeles who she's not quite sure in her faith just yet. She's a Christian. She's brand new. She's not, she's, she's kind of still working to grow stronger in her faith. And, um, she was talking about, yeah, you know, fear is, is there. And we got to talking about that. And then she said, as we talked about getting in the Bible and God's word and letting the Holy Spirit transform our, our thinking and saying, look, I live in hope. I live in peace. I know how the story ends. It doesn't mean, you know, and then because I know that I'm free to let people know about Christ when I speak words or when I don't. And then she said to me, she said on the air, she said, oh yeah, you know, I think I do need to get in scripture because I might live in less fear. So I want to introduce you. And then I, I brought up uh, Megan being at Biola and what it means to be uh, renewed and living differently. Megan is a young lady, sophomore, and she, I sent her a printer package, a, a package with a printer in a big bulky box. And she took it out of the mailbox and was walking across campus, bustling. Everybody's busy. Nobody asked her. Hey, can I help you with that box? Can I just... So I mentioned that that might be a way for us to really be set apart by showing some kindness. And I've got a story about that. I'm going to pivot that back to... I sound like Jen Pisaki. I'll, I'll circle back. Um, I've got a story about Kimberly, uh, KKLA and Kate Praise family member Kimberly, who said, you know what? I saw a, a 15, 20 athletes. And they showed epic kindness to me, and they showed me what it was to be a Jesus follower without saying a word. I'm going to read that to you in a second, and I want to get my guest's uh, opinion on that, too. What a special treat to have. Well, Gina Pastore is a dear friend of mine, and Gina and I have worked together on 99.5 KKLA uh, going on, what, nine years now? And um, she is... Uh, Frank Pastore was uh, sat in this chair for eight, nine years, almost nine years, um, nine, nine and a half, nine and a half years here on don't, KKLA. Don't get that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get that wrong. So Frank was a mentor to me. He and I were dear, dear friends. And, and Frank passed um, tragically after a, a, a motorcycle accident and in a coma for nearly a month. Frank passed. So Gina by, you know, the Holy Spirit's leading, never thought she'd be in radio. And ta-da, I co-host, she, I co-host a show with her. She is real life with Gina Pastore and David James on KKLA. So my K-Praise family, uh, KKLA, KKLA, you know who Gina is. And K-Praise family, welcome in Gina Pastore, everybody. Where's the studio audience? Oh, my goodness. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It is really fun to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. I was going to say co-host, but I can't say that because I'm your guest. <laughs> no, Gina, really great to have you in. We'll get to your story here in just a second. Okay. And I want to introduce 
uh, the Kate Praise family to you and KKLA. You've got we've got an awesome event that's going to happen. We're going to kick some things around. But I just want to get your thoughts on this. And also, by the way, we also have another friend of ours, of Gina Pastores, and Debbie Siciliani Smallwood mm-hmm. joins us here. Say hello, Deb. Hello. Thanks She's for a special me. contributor on Real Life with us. So I've got I've got a story here, and I want to get your two cents. And then I'm going to ask the KKLA and Kate Praise family also on this Friday afternoon. To give me your thoughts, okay? 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK. It's 888-528-2557. Okay, so we're in the 21st century. It's 2021. Yeah, yes. Okay, a lot of fear and a lot of anger and rage going on. Right. So I've tried to teach my daughters and my sons to show what it means to be a, a, a Christ follower. You know, look, it's it's not just in, in word, but it's in deed. It's showing... You know, the barista at Starbucks or somebody, you know, kindness. Right. I mean, who knew that would be a mark of a Christian nowadays? <laughs> so, yes. Megan, I, I, I brought her a package at Biola and or I sent her a, a printer and it was a big bulky thing. And she said, Dad, I went to the mailroom and I picked it up and I was really struggling with it halfway through campus. And none of the dudes at Biola offered to. If, if Dr. Corey was out there, he would have picked <laughs> yeah. up that box. I'm telling you. But no guy. Mm-hmm. Even offered to say, hey, may I help you? And it might be because, you know, guys are maybe afraid, like, oh, maybe I'll offend her. But, no. Megan was like, I, sh- I wish somebody had asked me. Even one of the girls had asked me. Hmm. So here's where I go with this woman by the name of Kimberly. And this is her story. She says, I'm a mother of two. The girls and I stopped by uh, this Mexican restaurant for dinner on the way home this evening. As we were coming in the restaurant, there was a huge group of young men in front of us who had athletic wear on, maybe 15, 20 of them. One of them opened the door for my little daughters and I as we walked in, and three others that were sitting on a bench got up so we could sit down. Wow. We ended up being sat right away, so we didn't have time to sit down, but that really spoke to me. These young men were so nice and respectful, and I thought that's very rare these days. Well, they ended up sitting near our table, and so I'm a people watcher, so I watch interactions with each other. Once their food was served... Every one of them bowed their heads, removed their hats, Mm -hmm. and they prayed. Mm -hmm. They spoke to me even more. It was 15, 20 teenager guys, Mm -hmm. no mamas, Mm -hmm. no coaches, no girlfriends, Mm -hmm. no adults around making them act right. They did it on their own because they knew it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Yes. She goes on and ends with this. I don't know any of these young men or their parents, but if I did... I would congratulate them on raising these young men right. Wow. With all the negativity going on in the world right now, this made my heart smile and gave me hope mm. for the future. I love it. There, You know, it's just those little acts of kindness that mean so much, you know? And yet, so often as Christians, we think about, oh... I need to go serve in a third world country, which is an awesome thing to do or, you know, but it's just those little acts of kindness that minister to people and how neat that she, you know, they got up and did that. Then she sees them bow their heads. So they take their Christianity seriously. Yeah, what t- a concept. Took their, yeah, took their hats off. Aww. There was nobody, no, no, a dad going, Hey, turn your, I mean, they all did it themselves. And there's a picture of these guys. Mm. Again, it's on my David James, big wave day, Facebook pages. If you want to go there and find, cause she's got the, I, what I just read and there's a picture and it, it's, it's a tapestry of color. It's a tapestry of color on the team. Love it. Yeah. So, you know, there's it's not no, a race thing. No. Or, yeah. 
it's all of them coming together and just saying, and isn't that, doesn't that mean, isn't that what the transformation and renewing of our mind means? Exactly. You know, we can talk and say we're Christians all we want, but it truly is in the way we live our life. And people are watching us, especially our children and our grandchildren. Triple eight five two eight twenty five fifty seven. Your thoughts on this is is uh, is chivalry gone the way of the dodo bird? Is kindness <laughs> gone the way of the dodo bird? You know, triple eight five two eight twenty five fifty seven. Ladies, would you like if you're walking across, you know, a, a, a campus or you're out with a heavy box and having a difficult time, for somebody to use some manners and just say, hey, I'd like to help you out with that. You know, your thoughts, 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK, uh, 888-528-2557. So, Gina, um, have, you shown, have you had anybody show you some kindness recently? You know, it's funny. I'm just thinking of my dear late husband. Whenever he loved to go to the grocery store with me, we'd get out of the car, and inevitably he'd see an older couple, and maybe the wife was trying to get the man out of the car. My husband would go over, help him out of the car, Walk him to the car. You know, it was so cute. Frank loved doing that. Right. Yeah. And it's really, it's an act of like even a sacrifice on our yes, part. Yes. You know, just denying ourselves and kind of just say, and someone might say, you're nuts. Why are you saying, well, no, it's just saying, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. Maybe yeah. it's going to put me back six minutes. Yeah. You know, and be able to help somebody. I, I do remember a few times he would do it and they'd be like, no, get out of here. <laughs> Frank was like, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, yeah. you know, you may get a reaction like that, but what the heck, yeah. right? Well, and show, and actually, when you go, we're going to go to a break. And if you've got um, a thought on this and maybe showing kindness and through the weekend, maybe somebody really uh, super served you this week and you want to affirm them, or over the weekend, you've got a thought on, you know what, how we can preach the gospel always, if need be, use words, the same Francis. That's said, right. You know? So more here from live from Los Angeles and here in San Diego, Cape Rays and 99.5 KKLA. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. talk on this Friday afternoon, live from Los Angeles, Friday, September 17th, here on KKLA and Cape Rays. KKLA, San Diego's Cape Praise, live from Los Angeles. It's Dave. Thank you for being with us on this Friday, September 17th. Thanks for letting us journey together and encourage each other. You know, we need more of that in this life with everything going on and the headlines. You can't even check out sports score without being told you need to live in fear. So the phone number, we're talking about being kind. The marks of a Christian, you know, in the midst of this time that we're in, you know, just being able to say, you know, and, and the whole pivot of the conversation came and uh, hinged on this article I found where a major study of 10,000 young people across 10 different countries, there is climate crisis related anxiety and 75% of those 10,000 believe that uh, we're doomed and that it, it affects their daily lives and ability to function normally. And so I brought up the situation where, you know, look, as Jesus followers, we're called to let the Holy Spirit transform our life and that we don't live in fear and rage and anger. It doesn't mean that we don't know what's happening and just, oh, Pollyanna. No, we know. But we say, you know what? We're on this earth, what, at most 95 years, 100 years, 110 years if we're fortunate. And then there's an eternity. And uh, what we'll do in the decision we make now uh, 
hinges on whether or not we love Jesus and we accept him into his life, into our life so that it, it not only clears us to be free to show generosity and kindness now, but there's a life forever, you know, and we can be free to set in motion an opportunity to share others what it is to have, according to Galatians, being a Christian, hope, peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, compassion, self-control. Jackie and Compton, it doesn't sound like too much hope, peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, compassion, self-control is happening these days, does it? Hey, Jackie, you still with us here in Compton? Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm here. Hi. Hey there, Jackie. Can you hear me? Yeah, gotcha. Okay, great. Um, I, I just love the subject that you're talking about today. It, it really makes me think because, you know, our world right now is, is so different and People don't say hi to each other. I get on a bus, and nobody says hi to each other. And I just wanted to share that my mom, she raised me since since I was a small little girl to be kind by her actions. She would help people all the time, moms that needed babysitting. She would babysit the child for free. And I just, I always remembered that, and I grew up that way. So um, I'm going to share something really quick. About a month ago, I was with my granddaughter. She's eight years old. And we were going out to McDonald's, and I saw a homeless man. So I got him some food, and I went up with my granddaughter and gave it to him. I, and I didn't think much of it. But then my little girl, she goes up to me and says, Wow, I want to be like you. She calls me Bobchi. That's grandma in Polish. I said, Why? What? That's beautiful. I want to do that when I grow up. Oh, so I, how sweet. You're definitely right that our actions, sometimes we see it small because I didn't think nothing of it. But in her eyes, I showed her something. I, at least I'm hoping I did. I think I did that just to put, you know, I'm doing my best to raise her with the Lord. So I just to put that kindness in her and God in her. And, yeah, I just wanted to share that I love this subject. And I'm going to go out there today, this whole weekend, and do even small, <laughs> yeah, small things I can do. Nice, Jackie. Hey, what is, so thank you so much. For what's your eight-year-old's name? It. What's your eight-year-old? What's your, what's your daughter's name? Uh, her name is Alice. I'll say. Man, yes. look at you. Bravo, Jackie. I'll say. Very nice. Thank you for calling, Jackie. Um, Gina, that's what we're talking. You know, we model yes. as parents. And I, and I have to wonder, when I read this uh, article, about 75% of these 10,000 young people between 18 and 20, 16 and 25 say that because of their their worry and their fear, it it, it it affects their daily life. Right. I have to wonder if their parents modeled anything. Right. Like Probably not. Probably not. You know, it's funny talking about this. It makes me think of uh, when I first became a widow. Um, and by the way, and I don't mean to pick on churches, but I just feel like in the American church, we're so weak on how we handle the the widows in our churches. And I'm not talking about myself personally because I have a lot of people that attended to me and helped me. I cannot complain one bit, but I see it all around. So many churches don't have a ministry to the widows and the churches that do, I've been to a few and it's just a wonderful thing. They're helping them with bills. They can't pay with, you know, maybe they need oil change in their car or, you know, single mom, same thing. And this is what we're supposed to, this is the work that we're supposed to be about doing. But just a little story. Um, when Frank was in the coma, um, of course, I was going to U- USC every day to be with Frank and stay by his side and all of that. 
And Frank, of course, kept our yard immaculate. (laughs) (laughs) You're laughing because you know how he was. He was Mr. Clean, you know. And so after three weeks, the weeds were starting to pop through the planters and all that. And, of course, I've got so much going on. I'm like, who cares? You know, we'll we'll deal with it later somehow. And, And a neighbor across the street had, who's in construction, had some of his men come over, his crew guys, and weed my planter and water my plants and take care of, you know, just started like attending to my home. Right. And I was just so blessed by that. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask him. I wasn't expecting it. And it was just a, a really neat thing. So when it comes to kindness, then we want to get your, uh, as we just heard from Jackie, phone number is 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK, 888-528-2557. What it means to have the marks of a Christian, what it means in the... Uh, taking a moment just to step back and say, okay, uh, like Jackie was talking about, model what it is to to kind of just step back and just say, you know, I, I can do something. Kind of what you did with Cross International the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. You took the time to say, okay, there's 676 children that are in need of critical care, of, of food and water. They're going to die if they don't have the food, they don't have the water. You have taken care of all but 70 of those children. And so I want to thank you. There's 606 children that are being fed and cared for because you took the time to just go to the KKLA.com or KPraise, KPRZ.com, make the quick click of a mouse or you called the number and you said, you know what, I'm going I'm to give $124 for two children or whatever. So I'm just saying if, if you want to show some kindness and you thought, oh, I didn't happen to do that the last couple of days, I really wanted to do that, the banners are KPRZ.com, KKLA.com. There's 70 children that remain and $124 will care for two. But that wasn't a commercial for that. It just means I'm affirming the 600 that have been cared for with the kindness, Gina. And yes. as a widow, you, you, that kindness was there. Yes. So let me ask you this. And again, 888 888-52-TALK. As a Christian man, mm-hmm. should I just say, like Megan, walking across that campus with a bulky box, it's a silly thing. You know, she can, ha- she can do it. But she struggled, and she was. She literally texted me, and she called, and she said, "Dad, not one guy on, on campus asked me. And for that matter, no girl, no, no no girl even asked me if I could use some help because I was struggling to carry this box, and it, it showed that I was struggling to carry it. So my question to you, ladies, and to you, KKLA and Capri's family, is kindness, is chivalry, should we is it is should we model that more because if Megan as a sophomore 18 years old noticed that she didn't get any in that particular moment mm-hmm. should, as a guy Gina Deb mm-hmm. should I like oh no I'm going to offend that person if I open the door for him if I ask I mean should I just do it yes well do you think though because of covid that it has something to do with it because people now don't even want to be around. They, they don't know, want to be around the germs. And I mean, yeah. Well, but okay, but but again, when I say I'm being renewed in yeah. my mind, okay, yeah. I'm saying, look, I'm not going to think like the like the world in the sense of oh, I've got to be. I mean, I, I just go and you're, I say with a mask or whatever, and I just say. And I, they were outside, by the way. You're not. tapping into a big problem with the church. Um, you're talking about having your mind renewed. So I think we send the message that as Christians, and I see this happening a lot around Southern California, um, we send the message that 
what Christianity is about is going to church, listening to a great sermon, then we're going to go out for breakfast, and oh, we did our Christian duty for the day. A lot of people believe that it's having the right thoughts and the right ideas, and that makes you a good Christian. Problem is, it's living it out. Like and Jackie to our, to our daughter. Yeah, but I mean, we do. And especially, you know, Frank was an apologist. I saw this a lot in the apologetics world. It's all about winning the argument and, you know, going to those classes and those seminars and those conferences. And we're not focusing on being the church and doing the things that Jesus told us to do. And what is that, Gina? What, what are those things? I mean, we've got to paint that Helping picture. the poor, visiting yes. the yes. prisoners, helping the widow and the orphan, feeding the homeless. We're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or simply an act of kindness to someone if we see them needing and then something. Yes. We have those who are into the social gospel. They don't have necessarily the right views, the theological views, and they're doing it. So at somewhere in between, we need to be meeting meeting up with each other and doing these things. Right. And Deb, you've got a, a story. When I come back, and I want you to talk about about the chivalry, the, the about being a man and saying, "Look, you know, I'm going to help. I'm going to. I'm going to." Really take a little bit of time, and I see a need. I'm going to fill it. 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK. It is live from Los Angeles here on KKLA and San Diego's K-Praise.